Oh, absolutely. Man. <laughs> Not me. I don't know how many people remember 78. I was a junior in high school, but uh, pretty good year. <laughs> no question about it. Uh, uh, um, the... Uh, I, I, I want to hit a highlight here, and, I, and I've got a question for you about Rory's uh, uh, performance uh, last night. Five to go. Texas mm. with the ball up 11, 77-66. Gonzalez trap, got rid of it to Harmon. Rory on the dribble, pulls it back out, 10 to shoot. Dribbles in, pass into Gaston. It's good. There it is. A triple-double. A triple-double for Rory Harmon. That's her 10th assist. And the Longhorns have the lead, 79-66. Harmon with a triple-double tonight. Now, uh, Vic, I I asked Rory on the postgame if she knew it at the time, and her answer was no, nobody tells me nothing, and that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with with the game on that. Did, did, did you know at any point when it was coming down the stretch that she was an assist away from the triple-double? And I know there was a whole set of drama about that 10th rebound later that they had to clear up, but, they, but with regard to the assist at the time, were you aware that she was getting close to that? I really wasn't, um, you know, I'm, I'm into the game and the last two games prior to last night, you know, I was told during the game, Hey, she needs three more rebounds. Hey, she needs, you know, three more, uh, you know, assists or, you know, whatever. But at that point in the game to me, you know, I've got to protect her and protect our team and, and protect the season. And, you know, she had had an opportunity, just like any other player, they get those opportunities. But at some point, I got to protect them physically and 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 respect the game that we're involved in. And so she's been close, is my point. And so last night, I had really didn't have any idea. Uh, just like her, she and I are both so engaged in the game and each and every play and possession that we just don't know that's going on. Vic, I'm sure we'll continue to talk plenty about Rory, uh, but Deanna Gaston gave you 20 points last night, uh, six boards, two blocks. I know you've talked a lot about her development, just the progression she's made. Do you continue to like the the trajectory she's on? Man, I love it. Um, She's just, you know, really playing with a lot of confidence. Um, You know, she's – got just a she's just a completely different kid her mindset is completely different um she's really um she's just matured a little bit and certainly has you know lots of room to continue to do that but she just matured i think that's the best way to put it and um just really has is playing with a lot of confidence and you know man really played well last night hit some big shots for us battles on the boards her and Hattie are just monsters down there and and uh so we we're we're really you know like I've always said if I could ever get the kid healthy I've I've always said I think she's gonna be a a a really good player and uh last night she played 38 minutes 23 seconds she's averaging 20 minutes a game because she's had some foul problem issues but last night she stayed out of foul trouble and Man, really played well. Well, and th- and then I asked you, and I think I asked Hattie in the news conference. Folks who don't know Hattie is Hadisha Fai, and we were talking about her last week. Uh, and, and of course, she's the the transfer in from Texas Tech. And I asked her because her trajectory, to use Jeff's term, has continued to be on the rise. And I asked her if she thought she was playing better, and she hesitated. And Rory said yes. 
And then you said yes. And then she said yes afterwards. What have you seen from I thought you, you gave a really good explanation about what you've seen about Hattie over the past uh, few ball games that, that why her game has been on the rise. And you said it goes back to the work she's putting on the floor in practice. Yeah, she's just a humble kid. She didn't really want to answer that question with, you know, a, a big emphatic yes. And, um, you know, just like I said last night, she's a great kid. I mean, just she really is a, a humble kid. She's She's been putting the work in in practice. She brings it every day, plays really hard. Um, and, 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 again, what makes her special, inch for inch, she might be the best rebounder I've ever had. And the thing is, she understands angles and, and coming off of, uh, you know, when shots are shot from what, where they're shot from, she knows where to go to play the percentages of where they're coming off. You know, seven out of 10 go to the backside. She plays those percentages. She pursues the ball. Like it, it rebounding is nothing more than will and effort. And, and she's got it. And um, she makes that effort every single time. And I think she really loves what she does, what she brings to the table. And, um, you know, she's been a better helper for us lately. She got foul trouble last night. She's constantly being put in a bad spot by our guards because they were giving up dribble penetration. And, and, and she had two blocks called on her when she's trying to make a – you know, rotate and get a get a charge, but man, just a a tremendous kid, great young lady, and um, really happy for her. Like I said, she works really hard. She's a, she's really a good kid. Vic, one of the questions I continue to get about your team anytime it comes up is Taylor Jones, her availability. How's she doing? And uh, any timeline on when you might get her back? Yeah, I'm hopeful that uh, you know we get a get a good prognosis today and we get a good plan going forward. Uh, I think we got a good result from a, a test yesterday. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm hopeful that we can kind of start working her back in. It sure would give us some much needed depth um, down inside and, and, you know, a polished inside player also. She'll have a ton of rust on her, but it'd just be nice to have that big body. Visiting with Vic Schaefer, Texas women's basketball coach here on Light the Tower on the Horn. Vic, one thing you uh, outlined in the postgame press conference last night, if anybody had not seen the game and they just walked in right from the start in your opening statement, uh, I think they would swear that that they thought that your team lost by 30 because you started off uh, giving TCU a lot of credit and well-deserved with what they did with their zone and how they were trapping and forcing turnovers. And you talked about uh, you know the turnover thing. And then you wound it into how well your team played on the boards and made some key shots and the individual efforts and all that sort of th- stuff. You and I have talked about this before. Coaches see things in a, in a more uh, uh, worldly scheme than, than a lot of other folks. So what has stood out to you the most about the turnover bug? Your team has been able to overcome it, and they overcame 19 last night, and part of it's forcing a bunch, as they did, forcing 20 last night. But what what stands out to you when you're sitting on that bus riding back and you're rolling back through uh, the, the video, when you're looking at it digitally, is there any one connective tissue to why the turnover number is higher than you want it to be right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, just going to your original statement, the lens that a coach looks through is way different than the lens from a fan's perspective. And, 
again, it's a miserable way to live y'all, but I'm, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking and searching for that perfection. And, uh, you know, we have so much imperfection going on right now. When we go play somebody that's really, really good, it's, it's really going to jump up and bite us. And, uh, you know, the turnover problem that this team continues to have, I mean, it, we shouldn't have it. Um, but we do. And, you know, I, I say this a lot about Rory. It's everything starts with her and, uh, she's having some turnover issues too. She's got great, you know, assist numbers. Um, her field goal percentage is right where it needs to be from two. Um, you know, obviously what she does defensively, but rebounding now she's helping us rebound, but I just, you know, Sonia and, and, uh, and Shaylee and, and Shay, those kids have, have got to take care of the ball better. Uh, and it's part of it is our decision making and, and just, uh, and really, quite frankly, part of it's the offense that I run and, and have had guards in the past that could make those decisions. And, and, and this group is struggling with it. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking last night on the way home watching the film, I'm, I may have to change. Um, and again, I, I hate to do that, but because what we've done has worked so well the past years, but I, I just know that this, you know, we're averaging 15, 16 turnovers a game. It needs to be 12. We had 19 again last night. I mean, we just can't keep doing this. And, um, and it's a, it's a focus, you know, it's a, it's an ability to have focus and realize your passing is critical. Um, where you pass the ball, it's got to be in the pocket. Um, you've got to be able to, to make those, those passes so when somebody catches it, they don't have to reach over their head, then come back down, then try to get a shot off it. By then, in Big 12 play, I mean, you're, you're only open for a, for a second. And if somebody has to reach over their head to get a ball and bring it down, then they're going to be guarded at that point. You know, I think that's the thing about Rory. She usually puts it in the pocket, um, you know, when she's feeding those guards over on the perimeter and they're able to get off some shots. So it just, you know, I've got to coach better and teach better. I always, at the end of the day, y'all, it always comes back to me. Um, it's on, you know, whether team's ready to play or not, whether we play well or not, um, it always comes back to me. And, and I've got to coach better and teach better. Um, I'm obviously, you know, not getting through on certain things. I think some of our passes are 50-50s. I'd rather not throw those. Um, I don't, you know, I, I do think we share the ball. So here we are, we're turning it over a lot, but yet I have a team that really isn't selfish. Like they do share the ball well with each other. Like Sonia has really turned into a really good, um, teammate sharing a ball, making extra passes. Um, you know, Shay, uh, Jock, uh, Rory, uh, Shaley, those kids all, they enjoy the success of their teammates. And so that's a real plus. I mean, that's fun to watch, right? You know, watching kids play together, make a great pass. Somebody makes a shot and immediately their first reaction is to point to who passed them the ball. I get so much satisfaction from that and all of our guards do that like they they really appreciate 
the great pass. And, and so, you know, again, um, I've just got to, we, we've got to find a way and practice to really value the ball and, and take some of those 50 fifties out of our equation. Because when you've got Hattie down there and Deanna Gaston, even Shaley had nine rebounds last night, three offensive. When you've got that going on, as I told them last night in the locker room, we just need to get a shot off. We got a better chance to score if we can just get a shot off than turning it over. Like there's just no reason. There's nobody on the floor most nights that can take it from us or is even trying. A lot of times we just make a bad decision. And, you know, there was a couple last night where, you know, we're just turning and throwing the ball to somebody not even looking. Yeah, and, and it's 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 just an uncomfortability thing. Well, I, I, I don't don't get that. Yeah, and, and one of the examples that comes to mind, and I'm sure, and I think I saw you kind of turn and and kind of shake your head. There was an inbound play, and I don't even remember who was inbounding the ball. Maybe it was Shaley. I don't remember, but whoever was inbounding inbounded to Amina in the short corner who immediately had a trap right in front of her. I mean that's a that's a that's a decision you want your inbounder to make prior to the inbound not to throw it there, correct? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That those kind of yeah, things we, come to mind. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I've got to do better in um, you know, whether it's team not being ready to play, uh team not functioning well, uh team um, you know, decision making it it just it all comes back to the coach, and, and I'm the coach, and, and I've got to coach better and teach better. Hey, Vic, real quick, uh, off subject, I've got my four-year-old, my four-year-old daughter with me at work today. She turns five next month. How, hey, uh, all right. What's uh, her name? Charlotte. Uh, how early is too early to get her on the court? Well, good morning, Charlotte. And uh, um, uh, I, w- I would say this, you know, um, when Blair was eight years old, she had 60 points in a little dribbler game. Wow. They only let you play three out of five quarters, and you can't press. And, um, you know, Blair, I'd bring her to camp with me, and, and she'd, you know, there'd be somebody or some team that needed a player, and, and I'd throw her in there. But she was always in the gym, always had a ball in her hand. And she was at all our games. She was the ball girl when she was young. But I, I think what the message here is she needs to, you know, the sooner, like, Blair gets 60 because she would wait at half court. They'd cross half court. She'd steal it, run down, and make a layup, run back to half court, wait for him to dribble to half court, steal it, go down there and make it, lay it in. She made 30 layups. But it was her aggressiveness defensively that had everybody going, wow, she plays way different than everybody else on the floor. And she played that way because that's what she saw watching my college team play. And so I I just think, hey, four years old, that's a great time. (laughs) Having that ball in her hands and, and, and working on the things, you know, the ball handling, you can do that on the driveway, you can you can do lots of things with just a ball, but just having fun with it. I mean, that's an age where you just need to have a lot of fun, enjoy the team concept, being around other young young kids and, and playing and, and all that. But Blair got pretty serious about it at eight years old, and from there it went to, you know, 
team ball and travel ball and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a great age and, and just enjoying the pure, the purity of the game, you know, just having fun being mm-hmm. around other young, young kids her age. Well, I got to, I got to see Blair in her senior year, uh, uh, you know, uh, really do a heck of a job for you at a game in Starkville against Texas. She did a heck of a job as a defensive guard. So she she carried on those defensive principles. If if you if you could coach a guard to do one thing, I'm guessing it would be play defense. Well, yeah, I mean, you it you know I like to score like everybody else, but my frustration last night was just how poor we were defensively, and it really was our guards just they really struggled last night, and then. The thing is, if you'd have watched us play Saturday, you'd have gone, "Hey, man, they're getting it. They're they're getting better." And then last night, you go, "Good God, they ain't getting anything." <laughs> and and so it, it just, you know, it's just. But that's the sign of a of a of a immature team, a not focused team, a team on the road playing a home team that's fired up to play Texas. And again, I just don't have, you know, me and Shea Holly. We understand the history and tradition of the Big 12, the Southwest Conference. We we get that. She grew up in a house that got it. Uh, Dad got it, played it. You know, she gets it. There's not anybody else in there besides me and her that understand that when the orange walks in your gym, you're fixing to get everybody's best effort, best scout, best pregame meal, best two days of prep, best everything. And if you're not ready to play, you won't get beat. You'll get embarrassed. And and so that's the struggle. I mean, when you have kids from all over the planet like we do, I mean, it's just, it's just the challenge that we have that I have as a coach. And, um, again, it's, it's why I had those hoodies made up a year ago. It's – you know, Texas versus everybody. I mean, we're just, you know, and, it, and if I could make up another one, I'd say win them all. <laughs> you know, I don't want to win some of them. I want to win all of them. Yeah. And uh, I just, but I, I just think that takes a, it's just a different mindset. And like I said, y'all, it's a miserable way to live. Yeah. That's the only way I know. <laughs> oh, you do it well, even if it makes you miserable. Safe to say what you just said is the reinforced message since you got to go back on the road up to uh, beautiful Payne County, Oklahoma, and uh, and and play uh, Oklahoma State on Saturday evening? Yeah. I mean, I've been to Stillwater a bunch, been in there with some really good teams and come out of there limping. And um, it's just always a tough place to play. Um, you know, they're, they've got a new coach, new team. They got three players, I think, back from from last year's team that are really good. Their guards are really, really good, veteran guards. Um, and so we're going to have to, you know, we've just got to play better. I mean, our guard play has got to be better. And uh, I think Gaston and Hattie had three of our 19 turnovers. So the rest of them are coming from our guards. And we've just got to play better. And, again, I've got to coach them and teach them better to, to want to take care of the ball and have the focus that's necessary to do that. Um, but you know, it's, it is a tough place to play. They're, they're well coached. They've, they've, they've won some really good, had some great wins, beat a great Florida state team that's playing really well in the ACC right now. So, uh, we're going to have to, 
we're going to have to be ready to go, and uh, and I, I would expect we will. You know, it's good that you can learn a lesson from a win, and uh, our kids will spend will spend some valuable time today in the film room. He's Vic Schaefer, Texas women's basketball head coach, joins us on Thursday mornings here and uh, uh, now deep into the throes of conference play. We're we're happy to have Vic back on with us in our weekly uh, Thursday morning conversation. I appreciate it, Vic. Uh, see you up in Stillwater tomorrow. Man, I appreciate y'all so much. Thanks for, for supporting our program and having me on. Y'all be good and praise the Lord and hook of horns. Thank you, Vic. Thanks, Vic. That's Vic Schaefer. Texas women's basketball head coach Saturday evening, 6 o'clock. You can hear it on 105.3 The Bat. The Longhorns against the Oklahoma State Cowgirls, 545 airtime, 6 o'clock with the tip. And, of course, the Longhorn men play at 11 a.m. there at Gallagher-Iba Arena in Stillwater, 1045, or excuse me, 1030 airtime Saturday morning with 11 o'clock tip here on the Horn. Coming up, we get past the top of the hour. We get to Inconceivable when we continue with Life the Tower on the Horn, 1049, 1019, AM 1260, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Hi, I'm Brad with Homes by Avi. And I'm Aaron Bowersock. We are currently offering incredible incentives.